Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, ladies and gentlemen. I am Sam Bushman. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. This is indeed the broadcast for February the 28th. Tomorrow, believe it or not, leap year. So if you want to find love, go to leap year. Tomorrow, once every four years, you can go to, what is it, Ireland, where the girls can ask the guys to get married? Maybe some guys will get married if that happens. Welcome to the broadcast. It's all about promoting God, family, and country, protecting life, liberty, and property, doing so using the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. We reject revolution unless it's a Jesus revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth, using the checks and balances that brilliantly was put in place by the Founding Fathers and made America great. We can do it again, but I'm more for America being great than I am for good. But I'm really for America being moral and America being religious because that's the only thing that will truly make the difference. Great is neat but doesn't capture the essence of the George Washington-esque quintessential supports for the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. I'm Sam Bushman, and I've got Lance Miliacho with me. Welcome, sir. Hey, good morning, Sam. So thanks for having us again. We, you know, we love the show and we love your listeners. So we're good to go, man. Thank you, sir. And we also have George Ballantine with us. And from what we understand, he's looking for love, huh? Hi, George. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, Sam and all Liberty Roundtable listeners. I don't know. Do I have to go to Ireland maybe today? Could fly a trip? Who's, who's well, buying no, no, my you flight? You fly today because you got to be there tomorrow, buddy. Wait a minute. Right, well, ahead of us. It's already tomorrow. There today, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, uh, I think we're yeah. they're eight hours ahead of New York, so that's ten hours right. where so, we're at, Sam. So you've got uh, a couple hours to boogie, George, is what we're telling you. That's All right. it. Reserve my ticket, did you know, please. <laughs> did you know there's a whole movie about that, about this uh, girl that goes to Ireland and she's going to ask her boyfriend to marry her because he's just lackluster and not getting it done. And Anyway, she goes there and he turns out to be a jerk and she dumps him and she marries this guy. And Anyway, it's an interesting story, but she does this very thing. That's the only reason I know about it. What's the movie called? Leap Year? I think it is uh, called Leap Year. I, I kind of know that movie. I know, but I don't remember the name of it, but I remember the movie. I think I watched it yeah, with my but wife. It's, but it's actually pretty cool. It's pretty funny. Pretty great movie. I like a lot yeah. of those um, interesting kind of twist movies. Anyway, th- th- there's a page for you, George. Just so you know. <laughs> Speaking of love, uh, this is love that has gone south in a big way. I'm talking about, you know, they say a southbound train. This is like southbound, southbound train on steroids. Who are we talking about? Of course, Fanny and Clowns. I mean, this is crazy stuff, Lance. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, th- th- this story just gets worse and worse and worse for Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade. <laughs> and you just don't think it can get worse, and then something else drops. It's like, what yeah, is it, happening? I mean, it, it, you know, at the end of the day, they've, they've lied so many times now. I don't think they're able to keep their lies straight. I mean, George, you and I have been watching this story pretty closely. I mean, am I right? They just can't keep the lies straight. Lance, you made a hit it on, on point, but the question is, when will they get disbarred? And when will they get jailed or charged for lying to um, on a witness stand, lying Amen. to the court, to the judge, to the American public? End of That's story. A very good point. Do we need very to go make citizen arrest? Well, you yeah. know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the, of the uh, Aerosmith song where it's like, you can't catch me, the rabbit done died. Hey, they paid with everything for cash, so you can't really know, Lance. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, and then let's turn that the- into a racist thing and say only, <laughs> that's just a black yeah. thing, Lance. 
Don't you know? You know, I was about to say that, Sam. It's incredible (laughs) the tilt she put on it. She put this tilt on it that, well, you know, a lot of black people keep cash around. I I don't understand where that became a racist event when it came to cash. I think the the, the urban community should be angry about that, in my opinion, because here she is kind of pigeonholing them. At the end of the day, then she has her father take the stand, which I still don't understand what the hell. I taught my daughter to do everything in cash. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, what was what was going to be the validation of? Yeah, I taught my daughter how to cheat. I mean, I I don't really know, and and they knew this divorce attorney, you know, on both sides. They they had all the information. It wasn't like it wasn't going to come out. But when you start looking at what's happened now, I mean, I don't know when this ends. I I don't. I know it doesn't end well. And at the end of the day, I don't understand why the legal system is taking so long. She should be removed from that case immediately because the Republicans and everything won't she's take ever any done action. should be brought into question. Yeah. Wait, Lance, are you saying yeah, you're saying why Georgia action. is not haven't hasn't impeached her yet? I mean, just like yeah. we haven't impeached Biden yet. It's the same Sam, you said just yeah. said it. Republicans got no uh, oomph in them. You know, but here's a question about the cash thing, guys. If you look, she said she paid Wade back in cash. Well, what did Wade do with that cash? Did he deposit it in his bank accounts? Do we have bank records showing that? Or does he have it in his house too? Because he just learned from Fanny that he should keep cash in the house. I'll, well, I'll, and the nope. next question is this: What color are you, Lance? And do you keep cash? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm actually a mixed race. I actually go way That's back fine. to the Moors. We're from Southern Italy. But do you I, keep cash? I, I mean, I, I keep some around, but not like what she's talking about. I always have some in case I have to run out really quickly, and you know, I don't want to use a credit card. But and, and so do not I. Like, and so does not like that kind but of did... volume that she's talking about. And she's not in a cash business unless she's got some side hustle I don't know about. Let's face she it, sure everything does, she's buddy. got is paper trailed. You know, and 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 she, I think it's interesting just the whole and the denial and lies. I mean, Wade. They found out that Wade by this geofencing they did to him that he visited Fanny's house thirty-five times before he was appointed to lead the case. They acted like it hadn't happened till after the case had already started. You know, they exchanged two thousand voice calls and twelve thousand text messages in the eleven months to January to November twenty twenty. Who the hell exchanges twelve thousand text messages? Well, hey, like I told you, love's a finicky thing, my friend. Well, he ha- he also, uh, Wade, had the garage door opener to Fannie Willis's home. I mean, I mean are you just going to give an equate somebody just your garage door opener if yeah. you don't want them to come in through the garage, you know, yeah. upstairs in the bedroom while you're laying there and, you know, do your thing? Come on. Honey, honey I'm home. Yeah, I mean, seriously, I mean, you don't usually give your employees a garage door opener. I don't know. I don't have a bunch of employees that I've given direct access to my home. But, I mean, just the fact, just the body language of, uh, you know, uh, you know, Ro- you know, Michael Roman's uh, lawyer, you know, Ashley Mitchell, she, it was it was, it was, was cr- incredible how that Bradley, you know, the attorney was squirming and sweating. Just, just like Nathan Wade, you saw the sweat dripping down him while he was on the stand. If that's not a sign of guilt, I mean... And, and, and well, that's is, why she came it. out, Lance. That's why yeah, she I just she pulled her. Um, she she came said she wanted to um pull her um not testifying testify that day because he was taking such a beating. I and what's crazy, George, is that Bradley. This is Nathan Wade's attorney. We're talking about. He he's, keeps asserting he can't recall the answers to questions. This has got to be the worst attorney. He's got the worst memory in history based on the way he's acting. But well, uh, no, you know, he Roman, just learned from the, Bill the Clinton. He just learned <laughs> yeah, from Bill exactly. Clinton how you do it. That's all. He didn't forget anything. And Joe Biden did the same thing. Now they're like, Joe Biden, he's just a puttering old man. Don't worry about Joe. And we'll get to that later in the show. But all I'm saying is, look, this is the pattern Bill set, right? 
Yeah. I sure appreciate you guys understanding. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm waiting I'm waiting for some of you to produce some clothing uh that Nathan Wade maybe uh left some evidence like on. the dress stop <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. exactly <laughs> hey, sam i i have a question for you guys so all this cash that she allegedly has in her house and yeah she really can't account for where this cash came from she's a district attorney i wonder if anybody allegedly paid her cash so she wouldn't prosecute them that's something well, that, that needs to be looked into because question yeah and the other question that, to me is this i would just simply say how much do you have at your how much cash do you have at your house right now yeah how you much know. cash do you have at your house you said if they say objection or you know, objection overruled or whatever i would just say listen this is completely relevant how much does dad have cash at home how much does nathan have cash at home right because you're putting every black family in jeopardy when you say that robbers come to the house if they're black you know they got cash baby isn't that what she's saying <laughs> yeah pretty much i mean at the end of the day, it's just the whole thing just stinks. And it's as a clown said, show. What, why aren't they filing charges already? I mean, you've got 18 defendants for this RICO case that she created and fabricated, in my opinion. Obviously, she can't be trusted to tell the truth. And, and it's obvious that Terrence Bradley is covering for Nathan Wade. You know, so you're talking about this divorce lawyer. He's covering up the truth. He doesn't want to give the answers. Oh, I can't recall. At the end of the day, this is all lying on the stand. And anybody that would lie this much to cover up their sexual impropriety clearly can't be trusted to run a criminal case as important as that case in Georgia. Now, Nathan Wade's lawyer and, um, well, I guess he's a partner or something like that. Now he's the lawyer. This guy doesn't have attorney-client privilege either, right? Well, the judge actually, he tried asserting his attorney-client privilege, but the, the judge overturned that. So it's not, he's not protected by that. Because his testimony gives more evidence that Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade lied on the stand about their relationship. I'm just curious why the judge hasn't charged him for lying on the stand. I agree. It brings a privilege. There's there's two classes, George. Don't you know that? There's Trump and us in one class, and then there's these guys along with Bill Clinton and Hillary and, and Barack Obama and, and, and in another class, right? I and mean, that's all there is to it. Yeah. I mean, select, selective prosecution. Yeah. She pulled a race card on the money thing, and she's going to pull a race card on this. But it's not only black people keep money, because they're Spanish people, too. Just look at Senator Mendez. He had golden cash in his house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I guess white people have cash, too, don't they? Because I was told by my parents to have a little bit of cash for a rainy day, too. I wonder if I'm black. Just kidding. Hang tight. Ready Roundtable. Live. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an immigrant. Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. In the medical field, IT security is crucial. Our highly skilled consultants are HIPAA certified and have 20 plus years of experience servicing medical clinics, billing and supply companies. We offer comprehensive endpoint protection, guarding your computers and servers against all stages of threats. And with our 24-7 monitoring services, you'll never worry about extensive downtime again. Ready to level up your IT support? Call 801-706-6980 today and discover how great IT services can be with managed IT services. I believe there will come a time when we are all judged. 
on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. As a teenager, I gave my first public speech in my church. My hand shook, my heart pounded. I thought to myself, I can't do this, but somehow I did. And because I wanted to talk about things that were important, I persisted. I chided my church as a senior in high school for not seeming to care about the not yet born, for looking the other way and for not taking a stand on life. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. I'm talking about Fannie Willis. Nathan Wade is an absolute clown show, folks. The uh, attorney for Nathan used to be his partner. Now it's his attorney. Save my bacon, please, buddy. And then he tried to get attorney-client privilege. They said, uh, no, because all this stuff happened before this case even occurred. You guys said that you know, your relationship happened after the fact. Evidence, texts, and everything else proves the contrary. And what we're asking is, why is there no prosecution? This clown show about cash turning it into a racial issue. They were trying to make it to where the Trump supporters, the white people, and, you know, that's sad that they want you to believe that Trump supporters are only white people. That's a lie, too. Uh, but I bring this up because they're trying to make it to where you and I can't touch it, Lance, where if we say anything, we're just racist. I think it's yeah, a, of course. A, a real question about cash saying, look, you can keep that cash in your house if you want to. That's fine. But don't put every black family in jeopardy saying, hey, man, go to a black person's house. They got the cash for sure. They've been taught by their daddies to have it. I mean, this is just insane kind of statements from the courtroom. But yet, I, when I, it's Donald yeah, Trump's I mean, court it's, case, it's all bottled up, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, they want, to, they want to hide the real evidence and the real truth. They do their best to not allow evidence to come onto the record. I mean, think about this, Sam. 12,000 text messages in 11 months. You're talking about, what is that? That's probably uh, 35, 40 text messages a day. Who the hell texts 35, 40 messages unless you're in some kind of a serious relationship? I mean, he went in and they had sex in her office. Obviously, he had the remote to her house, so that was ongoing. And this all Wait. goes against the testimony that she gave under oath. It's incredible. George, do you want to respond to this? Yeah, well, what's with these liberals having sex while they're at work when they're supposed to be getting paid while working? Because, you know, you've seen that within, in, um, yeah. in the Capitol. But uh, do we have the context of these text messages yet? Has anybody revealed, like, what they actually said? No, we haven't seen. Because there haven't been any release of the text message transcripts yet. I don't know if we're going to see that. But you would think that would be important, okay? I oh, mean that'd be the smoking gun. I mean, the geofencing alone, I mean, it, it seems like Nathan Wade couldn't keep away from Fannie Willis. And again, people's, people's personal lives wouldn't, wouldn't matter, except in this case, they've been caught directly lying under oath. And if somebody's going to lie under oath about something about their personal life, what does that mean they're going to do in a case when they've got an axe to grind like the Trump case? It means they're going to yeah, continue that, that, that behavior. I could just see a text message from Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade. Oh, baby, if you come over... I'm going to prosecute Trump. I'm going to make you special counselor. You're going to get all this money. We're going to go on vacation. I can I could just see one of them text messages like that. Exactly. She's probably she's well, probably because she she's hideous. She ain't getting it no other way unless she pays. 
Okay, stop. Listen, what about an example, though? <laughs> what about an example, though, that George pointed out earlier? And I want to go back to this because I think he really hit on something that we need to explore a little more. And that is this. What about all the cash that she might have taken to just change the court and say not guilty or we're not going to prosecute or we're not going to take this case or whatever else? How many cases got turned because she got cash? You got to wonder that now, right, Lance? 100%. She might have got all kinds of cash offers, and she might have been known for that by by defendants' attorneys. Who knows where all that cash came from? Because she was so vague when they asked her, "Well, where did the money, where did the cash come from?" And oh, I don't, you know, I, I, I grabbed some. And then she made a comment that looks like she took money from her campaign funds. She said, "I cashed a large amount, which is against FEC." Uh, you know, laws and rules that she took a large amount of money when her campaign was over out of her account. Now, I got one last classic question, and you're not black, Lance, so you wouldn't know. You're not black either, right, George? Mm, not that I know of. So you you probably wouldn't know, and I, I, I'm i told that I'm not Sam, black. Sam, so I'm actually mixed. Either. I'm actually mixed. I actually have more in me, which is Northern African. I guess I'm Sicilian, so I have a little bit in me, actually. All right. So you might partially know. Me and George are clueless, okay? Sure. Whoa. Now, <laughs> now here's the deal. Here's what I want to get at, though. If this is a black thing, and if it's so known that the blacks keep cash where daddy teaches daughter about this, wouldn't it be like, hey, you committed a crime. Make sure your attorney puts it in Fanny's camp because she's black. She knows about cash. She'll take cash. Uh, in other words, what about even other people colluding to put cases in her venue? That they know, you know what, cash will grease the wheels, baby, because she's black and you know she takes cash and keeps it at her house. I mean, that's a whole black thing, right? How far can you take this black thing is the question. You know, and I think that's a it's a great question. At the end of the day, it's just it's 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 such it's such racism when she sets the tone like that. Right. It puts it puts the it puts the, uh, you know, the urban vote and the urban people at a real disadvantage because it kind of paints a picture of them that I don't I think is unsavory. It's it's a bad it choice. Is. It's unfair. Day, it's wrong. She wouldn't be the first district attorney that took cash under the table. We've seen that across the country when it comes to cases. People have dismissed cases before for cash. So With no I discrimination, Lance. There's yeah. let's let's emphasize on something. We've seen people do that, and they've been black, white, Spanish. Oh, 100%. there's no there's no discrimination and, in that. And in every case, it's criminal activity. It's wrong, regardless of race, right? Correct. Lance, what do we do with this? Because at some point, if we allow this stuff to continue unchallenged, I'm afraid to see what the nation looks like in 20, 30, 40 years. You know, my opinion, if I was Donald Trump and the other defendants, I would be going into overdrive on nonstop working with big social media accounts or radio shows like yours, Sam. And I would be driving a, a, a nail into this and I would have people calling uh, Georgia nonstop. I'd have them call in the governor's office. I'd have them call in the AG's office. I'd have them call the office of inspector general down there. I would be nonstop driving a nail into Fannie Wills. She needs to be immediately charged, removed from the case, as does Nathan Wade. And in fact, the entire case needs to be dismissed. If they want to try to bring it again, they can try. But the entire case needs to be dismissed. I think it should be dismissed with prejudice. But if they want to just dismiss it without prejudice, they can go for it. Let them resubmit the entire case and attempt to bring it forward forward again this whole thing stinks that's my opinion i agree 100 percent. and we're starting to do that though i had on uh 
Donald Trump's campaign press secretary from CPAC just the other day. The point is they're starting to, you know, bring out the surrogates once again, guys. Yeah. And I think that's important. I, I think it's great that they came on the show. Uh, tell me about the discussion. What did you guys discuss? We pretty much discussed the border and CPAC uh, and those kind of things. We did discuss some of the clown attacks on Donald Trump, uh, basically saying, hey, this is a witch hunt because everything points to the fact that it is. I mean, how much is this case about Trump versus Fannie now? To me, everything is wall-to-wall coverage on Fannie right now, right? Yeah. There's no doubt, and it should be, right? That should be what's going on. But, of course, it shouldn't have to just be coverage. It ought to be decisive action by the state of Georgia. They should be disgusted by having somebody like Fannie Willis behave like this. I mean, look. Anything else in this case to bring up, George? Um. Every, I mean, every day something new is coming out. Nothing new came out this morning, so I'm waiting to see what happens. But like Lance just said, Georgia has to step up. The people of Georgia has to step up, start getting your voice heard. The um, state representatives, they have a voice. There are a lot of um, Republicans there. They have a stronghold. They can get something done here and actually get justice for the people of Georgia and American people. Because you look at, look, just look at the fraud in this. And this is just one county. Imagine, we know the fraud in, in the um, voting systems over there and Secretary of State. And there's just so much fraud. It's like, where do you turn to anymore? Well, it's up to the people. It's plain and simple. There's no other way at this point. If nothing gets done, it's just how much more can, it, can any of us take? Because it well, goes from chat. county to full state, to, then it goes over other states. And it's just, it's going to be too late at this point. The hanging chad back in the day in, uh, in Dade County and all that kind of stuff eventually had to go to the Supreme Court for adjudication. Uh, when it comes to these issues now, though, the courts won't touch it. I and mean, they're literally barbecuing anybody who brings it up with rare exception. Nobody can get a case before the courts. They're all, you know, rejected on those standing or rejected on this or that before they ever even get to the discussion and discovery. Right, Lance? Yeah. I mean, and, it, and this really sets the additional tone. We already know the elections were, you know, in question. There's no doubt that there was all kinds of shenanigans down in Georgia. But here we have government officials participating. And what I think it sets the tone is that the government in Georgia cannot be trusted. The state government is fully corrupted from top to bottom because just their inaction against Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade shows the additional level of a corruption. Because if I was the governor in that state, this would have gone unasserted. She would have been removed from the case day one when this came into question. But that isn't what they're doing, right? It's all about it's all about Trump, 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 Trump. But we don't they don't want to focus on their own corruption and their own guilt. You're right about that. Is it Governor Kemp still there? Who's there now? It's Kemp. Okay, Kemp, uh, in my opinion, should he's not a Donald Trump guy. We know that. But look, he should set the record straight on this and say, look, this is not a racial thing. This is not a this is a corruption thing. And you know what? We got to stop corruption. But I also wonder where's the sheriff, though, gentlemen. The sheriff That's a great uh, can point. investigate this in two seconds and say, listen, we have text proving you lied in court. You're going to be arrested until we figure this thing out. That's not happening either. You know, but we've seen that inactivity by a lot of sheriffs across the country. They don't really assert their position as an elected official. The whole thing's disgusting. I'm, you know, state and federal government across the country 
they, it just doesn't represent the people anymore, Sam. I, and I think, I think people uh, are so overwhelmed by the amount of garbage that they're hearing about out of state and federal government. Uh, and I, I, I see the tides turning. I think the country is unifying more so than ever in a very long time. Obviously, there's still the far left that's in denial, but that's my point. Even the left should be upset about this. Forget the right. Forget about Donald Trump. Where's the people that saying, I don't want corrupt officials in government? This isn't what I voted for. Well, more and more doing that every single day, ladies and gentlemen. That is the good news takeaway from this story. we got a surprise guest coming up in seconds. Lance Migliaccio with me, George Ballantine with me, the big MIG.com brothers is what I like to call them. And yours truly continues in seconds on the Liberty Roundtable Live, hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use talk show. Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Ryan Daniels. President Biden and former President Trump are both notching convincing primary election wins in Michigan. On the Republican side, Trump defeated challenger Nikki Haley after beating her in her home state of South Carolina last week. While Trump's essentially secured the GOP nomination, Haley has vowed to stay in the race, arguing both Trump and Biden are unpopular among most Americans. On the Democratic side, a not-so-insignificant number of Michigan voters turned in a protest vote against President Biden for his handling of the Israel-Hamas war. The man who might have shed more light on the timing of the romance between Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis and one of her special prosecutors in the election interference case against Donald Trump did not on Tuesday. And you're an officer of the court, correct? I am. And you're under oath today? I am. Is there any of your testimony from today or the previous days that you want to correct? That I want to correct? Yes. No, I told you everything that You've, I've answered everything that you asked. Divorce lawyer Terrence Bradley was compelled to testify about when the relationship between D.A. Willis and Nathan Wade began. He says he does not recall. Lawyers for Wade and Willis claim the relationship began after they started working together on the Trump case. The use of Paxlovid could save lives and money. USA's John Schaefer explains. University of Texas researchers found that administering the antiviral drug Paxlovid after a COVID-19 diagnosis based on NIH data from high-risk patients during the 2022 Omicron variant wave could save lives and money. According to the UT report, widespread use could have reduced hospitalizations by hundreds of thousands, resulting in estimated savings of 57 to 170 billion dollars. The research indicates that Paxlovid use could potentially save around 30,000 lives during a significant outbreak. This is USA News. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that is MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save many families up to 500 bucks a month, and that is huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The member satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works, too. It's been around for 30 years. Members have shared more than $5 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, really, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with. You can call right now. You'll get a price within two minutes. So see what you can say. This is a very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 
Bible. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, George Ballantine, Lance Miliato, the BigMig.com brothers with me. Uh, we're talking to an incredible guest, uh, but before uh, I get to the guest really quick, I just want to say we've got an answer for George's dilemma that we talked about at the start of the show. <laughs> okay, now we just want to make sure that George is not looking for love in all the wrong places, right? We're going to make sure he looks in the right places, Lance. I, I mean, I agree. I, I'm always concerned with him when he's on social media because I think none of those people have been vetted. So I think it's concerning, George. I, I'm worried for you as your friend. Well, thanks, Lance. I really appreciate that. I know you always block my now. replies. <laughs> I'm not worried now, though, gentlemen, because we have the perfect answer. That's correct. It's our next Shelby guest. herself? Are you telling me Shelby herself? Yeah. Shelby Hosanna. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. This, is, this just went sideways. I don't know about Shelby herself. I know about okay. her solution. Exactly. Shelby we'll bring Ozana, the solution on. founder of Unjected.com, joins us, mother of three, an entrepreneur, and she's a freedom fighter. There's no doubt about it. She has stepped to the plate, and she's created a platform to uh, assist people like George Ballantine <laughs> in finding other unvaccinated singles ready to mingle. Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm telling you right now, I love what they're doing over here at Unjected. It's a great concept, and I really appreciate it. She's coming in from Hawaii, you guys, so she had to be an early riser for us, and I really appreciate it, especially being a mother of three. I know that that's always uh, the breakfast scene has got to be busy. Shelby, thanks for joining us. 
Aloha, you guys. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here, and I'm glad that we're going to bring some solutions for you, George. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. Now, do me a favor, Shelby. Be- before you got uh, became the founder of uh, Unjected, tell me about your life. Who are you, Shelby? Have you did you grow up in Hawaii? So I did not grow up in Hawaii. I actually was born and raised in a very small rural town in Idaho, and so I was very oh, yeah. used to um, you know growing up with the freedom kind of conservative mindset. But when I had moved to Hawaii, I, I you know I came for the weather and the atmosphere and uh, of course I quickly fell in love and I decided to stay Um, but I was a actually just a a photographer back in the day I would just uh, take pictures of families on the beach and all that kind of low-key stuff like that before turning into a freedom fighter overnight when uh, 2020 rolled around but yeah I had my three children here and um, I do love Hawaii it's a beautiful place all right. Well, give the three hugs and call them huggers for us, will you? <laughs> All right. Well, now, where, where in Idaho? I was uh, raised in Star. It's like a very tiny town. I know town. Star, Idaho super well, <laughs> yeah. believe it or not. You yeah, my do. uncle's an, a mink farmer in Star, Idaho. Wow. What a small world. Yeah, true story. I'll talk to you on the break and give you his name and see what you think. You probably even know him then. I don't see how you can't. He's a prominent family there and everything else. Anyway, interesting twist of fate. Amazing. Star, by the way, folks, is just outside of Boise, just so everybody kind of understands it's north uh, Idaho. It's not up near Coeur d'Alene area, but it's, but it's Boise, so it's not southeast Idaho either. Uh, anyway, fantastic. How did you get the idea for the site? Let's talk about that. Yeah, well, so if you wanted to kind of roll back the clocks a little bit, we're back into 2020, you'll remember the – just the ostracization that we immediately started seeing for, you know, maybe choosing not to wear a mask or, you know, just looking at this narrative differently. And at the beginning of 2021, I had really taken a deep dive into the first clinical Pfizer trials that were released. And I found it really interesting. It was actually pages six through nine. They talk about exposure to trial participants, and they kind of go in-depth to talk about how this is from exosomes, so breath, sweat, saliva, semen, breast milk, vaginal fluid, literally any bodily fluid they marked down in these clinical trials as a potential exposure to a quote-unquote experimental trial. And then they even kind of go into talking about how uh, men who receive the vaccine should not have unprotected sex for certain amounts of time. They go into kind of talking about uh, actually how if an unvaccinated man was in exposure to trial participants, comes home and impregnates his wife, that was considered an exposure in pregnancy. They just go on and on. And I thought, wow, that's really interesting that they're listing this in these clinical trials. What what does this mean? And that was kind of those first inklings that we heard of the word shedding. And not so coincidentally, at the same time, at, at uh, spring of 21, hundreds of thousands of women started reporting having extreme menstrual changes after having the vaccine themselves or being with a vaccinated partner or even to the extent of just working in close proximity with vaccinated individuals. And, you know, they were experiencing uh, extreme 
extreme side effects. You know, we had elderly women that were in menopause for maybe 40 years that would have their uteruses fall out. I mean, uh, just the stories that we were hearing and the media had just gaslit everybody to say. That's it's almost happening. like Frankenstein-esque, isn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, we had all these people saying, hey, I think I noticed something after that shot. And it was just like, quiet down. No, you didn't. Uh, and, and how dare you for even questioning the safe and effective vaccine. <laughs> and, safe and effective. Right. Well, and, didn't, well, didn't so, you guys, let me stop you and let me double down, yeah. quadruple down and tell you that it is safe and effective. That's true. Let me, let, me, let me explain. Let me explain how it's safe and effective. If your goal is to kill everybody, if your goal mm -hmm. is to prevent women from having children, if your goal is, okay, these people are evil and those are their goals, right? They have depopulation plans, the World Economic Forum and everything else. It, it is safe and effective for their goals. You certainly right. will die, right? So all I'm telling you is it's safe and effective for their agenda. Now, I know that's opposite of what we think. It's not safe and effective for anything we care about. But if you understand their plans, though, it falls completely in line, Lance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there, there's no doubt. You know, I, the, the, the pandemic was always part of their plan. I think it was a test run. You know, we've heard the stories from the WEF and others about disease X. I'm not sure how they can already identify the next pandemic. We've heard some <laughs> stories around the globe of some unusual events on airplanes and otherwise, uh, including some hemor hemorrhagic bleeding and just a bunch of other uh, issues. Uh, so the question is, what's next? And if this was part of their plan, uh, you know, when is it going to be stopped? Because the vaccines at this point are very concerning. The results that we've seen and the uh, and the side effects and people online, it's a nonstop thing, Sam. George and I were on X and we see literally hundreds of uh, responses about vaccinated talking about side effects and how the vaccine ruined their lives. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. I mean, George, you know. Yeah, I mean, listen, so when these vaccines came out, me, Lance, Sam, along with a lot of other people and a lot of doctors, professionals, warned people about the vaccines, what's going on with it, and they called us conspiracy theorists. Well, it turned out that we were right. So when anybody calls us a conspiracy theorist, it now means that we hold the truth. We're giving it to you. It's the people that are brainwashed that can't see past that, which is sad. Mm -hmm. I mean, so, I like so many call us because oh, huh? we're conspiracy. We're conspiracy analysts at this point because we're batting yeah. like a 12 to 10 average. <laughs> yeah. I'm proud of I'm proud of that label. You got that right. So you, you basically realized that there was shenanigans going on here. You're like, hey, wait a minute. You know what? The shedding's a problem. All these things are an issue. Uh, we've got to give away for people to have, I don't know if I dare say pure families, because then they'll say I'm a racist or something, looking for <laughs> a perfect race. You know I'm, I'm not talking about that, but that's where they, they try to go, right, Shelby? You know, it's true. And I, this is one thing I'll say about that, because the word pure blood, people uh, love to attack it, but... You know, one thing I like to say is, do you purify your water and do you like pure organic food? You know, do you like pure clean air? You know, purity is not a, a, a mean thing. And, you know, I think that's just a label they've also kind of tried to use to, to be decisive. But, you know, yes, exactly what you said. It it became apparent that I, I, I thought, like you guys said, that this was a crime against humanity. This was a biological weapon that was going to alter the genetic code 
And what does this mean for the integrity of the human species? And of course, I, being a mother, I have three children that I'm concerned about and their future. And it just was the final alarm bell where, yes, we need to give people a, a safe opportunity to find like-minded partners and, uh, you know, make relationships with people that are going to be able to actually sustain the future of humanity because it really felt that serious to me at that time, especially, you know, watching family and friends just heed no warning. And you, you guys might remember the feeling of seeing, you know, them take selfies with their Vax card on social media. And oh, it's yeah. horrifying. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and skip the break, Lizzie. Uh, yeah, and people realized early on that this was a problem. And the American people know the truth for the most part. Uh, we need to prosecute to the fullest extent of the law, whacked out, uh, whatever that guy's name is, Anthony Fauci and, and, and crew uh, for this. The problem is is Donald Trump's been involved in this to the umpteenth degree, too, is the concern. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I always wonder, was it bad advice? What exactly led him down that path? Was it just not enough knowledge? I don't really know the answers. It's definitely unsettling. You know, but this, I want to go back to what Chelsea, I mean, Shelby said a minute ago. You know, this pigeonholing, name calling, it's just such a, it's right out of the playbook now. And and, and vaccinated, unvaccinated, you know, pure blood, you know, uh, name, name, you know, uh, selectively picking those names. It's part of the plan, in my opinion, because that's how they do divide us. If you think about Mm -hmm. it, and Shelby was interesting, we saw people even getting tattoos that said they were vaccinated. They were they were calling for the unvaccinated to be jailed and put into concentration camps. What we need to tell people though is we're not after pure blood because we're not interested in like a superior, perfect race or anything like that. We want clean blood. Shelby. Yeah. Yes. Uh, amen to that. And, you know, that is something that is completely tainted, uh, you know, since 2021, which is, uh, in, a, in a side note to Unjected, something we're also very concerned about is, yes, the integrity of the blood banks. Uh, that is a huge deal. Right. Let's talk more about the site because it's been growing since you kicked this off like gangbusters, huh? <laughs> We've been very blessed. To, uh, to, yes, grow quickly and help find the community around the world. And so when we launched in spring of 21, we actually came out as an app for Google and Apple Store and were very quickly censored by the man. We had a reporter reach out to Apple and she said, why do you let all of these crazy anti-vaxxers have this app And, you know, do you see what they're talking over there? They're saying that it's going to cause infertility or you're going to get hooked to a 5G tower. And, you know, so she goes on and telling Apple about what what we were up to. And they said, excuse me, what anti-vax app are you talking about? And they just immediately deleted us that day. It was um, do not pass go. And they the reason being was just that we were – not a medical establishment sharing misinformation regarding the COVID pandemic. And then, of course, Google quickly followed suit, and they were very creepy. They would circle things in red and send it back to us and say, you need to delete this uh, user or you need to delete the harmful information that they are sharing. And so it was just really uh, evident early on that the censorship and what was actually going on behind doors for social media companies was extensive. And they were being threatened to 
to keep that information out there. And of course, we saw just these big name sites fall fall in line and do exactly what they were told. And it was kind of that moment where I was like, well, no, this is our, our constitutional right. This is our First Amendment to talk about whatever we want to talk about here. And I'm not going to delete this content or then I'm not going to delete these users. And so it was like, you can't fire us you know, we quit and we want to get out of the big tech app world. And so we actually reformatted into our, our current uh, place, which is unjected.com. So it was definitely uh, a media, a media storm. It was very wild <laughs> those first few months, but it helped uh, really find the people that were uh, so desperately looking for this camaraderie and that companionship at the time. So that was but also let's be a really clear. big blessing. Unjected.com, the website now, though, is um, uh, accessible with your phones yes. and stuff. So you can use the, the website uh, because it's tailored for mobile and everything else to where you don't really need an app now, right? A hundred percent, yeah. And it gives us a, the ability to, you know, be creative and put what we want to be in there without, uh, you know, getting... <laughs> getting uh, check marks by the man. So it, it's really, a, um, it's been our solution for sure. So is your slogan, see the light swipe right? Is that how it works? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it should be. <laughs> but, you know, you're not kidding. And, uh, you know, that's yeah, actually I'm not joking. I'm serious. I know it's funny and I know it's a great tagline. Yeah. I'm, see I'm the light swipe right. <laughs> we call ourselves the repopulation agenda for a reason. You know, it's, it's that big of a deal. And we don't, at the time too, when we first came out, Tinder and all of these uh, other dating sites, they were putting Vax badges on people's I profiles. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's yeah, funny about that? You don't, you don't the see question. them. You don't see them proudly vaccinated badges anymore on Facebook or anywhere else. <laughs> Or on X Not as or much. anywhere else. That, that has gone away. People don't seem to be as proud as they were for a while there. And at the end yeah, of the day, I think right. the more But the people more the are proud to see the light and swipe right, though. you got over 100,000 users and growing daily. Uh, what, marriage is mm -hmm. accredited to this and everything else? Oh, yeah, definitely. We So we have members in over 90 different countries, which is amazing. So it doesn't matter where you are in the world. There's definitely people looking for love. But here in the U.S., and then Canada, UK, those are our, our most popular countries. And we do have several successful relationships and marriages. We've also got an injected baby on the way that's due later this year from one of our first married couples. And by the way, all really my babies are injected, just so you know. Good. Yay. That's a, that's a feat. And you know, that's also part of the, you know, we are, if we know about vaccines, they've been poisoning children with childhood vaccines forever. Um, so good on you for that. And so, yeah, we, we really have successful relationships and, you know, it's interesting when you're connecting with somebody that already, when you already get all those tough questions out of the way, you're meeting on a totally different level. And so we find that these connections are just so authentic and electric and they'll they'll come back to us and they'll say we went on a first date and it lasted six hours and we couldn't even believe it and we just went on and on and on and it feels so good to be understood uh which is which is definitely so what Shelby, people I got are a question when are you going to do the unjected singles cruise 
<laughs> we we need one. We need a lot of unsected singles mixers everywhere. But I like the Love Cruise. That's a great idea. Because you can have speakers and all kind of things on the sea days. And I'm just telling you right now, to be a perfect venue and stuff, you just got to get people to think about being moral, though. You, you got to. You know. I'll speak. I'll be a speaker. <laughs> just have would love to have you. <laughs> I'm gonna be the poster. Be I'm gonna be the poster though. boy for that for that site. Watch. <laughs> I'd be a great speaker, though, because I'd be able to basically say without vaccinations, we've had eight children and all this kind of stuff. And, we could, you know, we could really talk about repopulating the planet with unvaxxed folks. Right, Shelby? Right. That's exactly. that's exactly right. And that's how right. we is build really the parallel a, system. Is it really becoming a community beyond this now, too, beyond dating, too, to where it's a, almost a hangout platform, too? Because I know social media yeah. kind of people are like, I don't want to be on Facebook. They're just anything I say, they just shut me down. And, and so it, to me, it becomes a, more than just a dating site. Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And that's something that has also been affected, you know, not only personal, uh, you know, intimate relationships, but friendships and just our, our general communities were severed. And so it is so important that you have those, you know, those friendships and those people. And so, you know, when you are coming to Injected, you do have the option to build your profile for not just dating, but you can also select friendships or community. And uh, we, in the past, we had some really cool social features uh, that we will be bringing back on later this year. So I definitely want people to stay posted on that. But it will be a censor-free platform as well. So just like what you what you were saying with Instagram and Facebook, and you get fact-checked, or you get you know your posts blurred off, or you get reported, and you know that's that's crazy to me. And you should be allowed to share. You know, that's your freedom of speech. And so, yeah, that's so important to us. And we will be bringing back that that social aspect as well, where you can do more of that uh, chatting back and forth. But in the meantime, you know, if you are looking for, for a friend or even a business too, like community businesses, um, I see them making pages as well. There's just uh, something for everybody. It's, it's definitely very multifaceted. All right. Well, George has high hopes for this thing, and I understand some of our listeners do, too. You've got a discount code LNR. Uh, if you go to um, the website, you can uh, use the discount code LNR and get, what, 25% off? Yep, absolutely. LNR. And you can so you can follow the link or use the code at checkout. And that's going to be for any of our member options, including our verified, which is uh, something you guys kind of touched on in the beginning, which is, um, you know, how do we make sure people – are vetted and they are who they say they are and so our verified process our members actually match a photo id and they attest to being unvaccinated by affidavit so they actually sign a legally binding affidavit that says they understand it could be sexual misconduct to lie about your vac status uh, to your partner Ooh. or to injected nice well, that's yeah. great news. We want accountability. I'll tell you that right now. That's really important. Uh, is the site expensive? No, it's not. It's We've got options starting at 15 19 and then our verified is just a one-time upgrade for 44 So uh, we definitely try to keep it within, um, you know, the range for everybody to obtain. Um, but you can, of course, go and make a, a profile for free as well. And how do that, what do you get for the profile for free? You get to just make your profile. I'll be honest. 
<laughs> you get to do a little searching around, but it's definitely when you become a member, you have the options to uh, have matching features, connections features, and really uh, be able to, to connect with people in a, in a more uh, attainable way. Now, I want to point out one last thing that I find fascinating. Most of these dating sites, believe it or not, are starting to lose support big time. People are like, you know what, I'd rather meet face-to-face and this and that. You are a counter to that trend, huh? That's what we're trying to be. Yeah. You know, I think the most important thing right now is um, we kind of say it's URL to IRL. And so that's, you know, kind of like online to in real life. And that's the goal is that, you know, we're not spending all of our time on uh, a computer or a device. You know, this is meant for you to find your people in person and get in person because, you know, that's the one way that they cannot censor us. And that's the most powerful thing that the government fears is like-minded people coming together with a shared morals and visions uh, that want to build a better uh, future. And, you know, I think that's also why they've tried to, to censor us so deeply. But, you know, getting in person is so vital. And, you know, if they turn off the lights on us or shut down the grid, if you already have your community or you have your apocalypse partner, that is going to, uh, you know, ensure your uh, livelihood and your and make sure that you're going to thrive. So, you know, that is that's what we strive for is not just for online uh, connection. It's really so you can find your people in the real world. I can I can spy on George's screen, Lance, and I, as far as I can tell, he's using his frequent flyer miles to book a thing to Hawaii right now. From what I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> there you go. For us, buddy? Uh, you know, I, I'll tell you something. It's it's just, it's it's a great, it's a great, I, I love the concept. When, when I saw her, I actually saw the uh, article on Gateway Pundit. So at the end of the day, Shelby, where else can people find you? Give us your uh, social media and websites, how people can track you above and beyond unjected.com. Yeah. So, of course, like you said, unjected.com. And then we are on Instagram at unjectedofficial which has been deleted nine times. So I'm just going to put that out there, that this is the one that's lasted the longest. <laughs> and then uh, on Twitter, at Unjected. By the way, she's got a great last name, Lance. You want to mention that again? Hosanna. <laughs> we were actually comparing it to the song. So, of course, you can imagine the humor behind the scenes, yeah. like we always do here Hosanna. at Liberty Roundtable Live. Shelby. <laughs> Hosanna to the Unjected. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Unjected.com, oh, ladies you. and gentlemen. Shelby, thanks so much. We'll have you back soon. Keep up the great work, and we certainly need to take it offline and meet in person and develop real-life relationships that last, ladies and gentlemen. I got a 32-year mar- marriage that I'm working on here, and I, I want to be like those guys that are married for like 75 years if I make it that long, right? All right. Thanks for being That's alongside right. for the ride. Thank you, Shelby. God bless. Thank Unjected.com. You. And uh, this is Liberty Roundtable Live. God save the republic of the United States of America.